0: The rooster for your morning. All the news you need to know. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC.
1: Welcome to the 77 WABC Early News. On this Thursday, January 19th, I'm Deborah Valentine with your news, sports, business, traffic, and weather. Here's everything you need to know.
0: The top five at five.
1: Even
2: with the infusion of money, It's not going to solve the problem.
1: New York City Mayor Adams there proposing a nationwide migrant czar to deal with the influx of asylum seekers. Laring defeat for New York Governor Kathy Hochul as radical leftists shoot down her judicial nomination. Despite calls for his resignation, Long Island Republican George Santos scores appointments on two congressional committees. Former President Trump claims he never took classified documents seized by the FBI to his Mar-a-Lago estate. Major speech planned today by Russian President Vladimir Putin, who is expected to announce a second mobilization of troops to bolster its military effort in its war on Ukraine. New York City's Mayor Eric Adams attended a conference in D.C. Wednesday where he presented other mayors whose cities are also impacted by the migrant surge. With a plan to deal with the influx, Adams says it's simply not fair for the cities to be left to deal with the crisis alone. Mayor Adams also called for a national czar to handle the border crisis, despite the fact that VP Kamala Harris already serves in that capacity. We should treat this the same way we
2: treated a any major disaster or major crisis. That should be coordinating with the Border Patrol, coordinating with our cities, our states to make sure that we as a country absorb this national issue. And that's what I learned when I was on the ground there, that lack of coordination is really causing this to be hit by certain cities.
1: Tens of thousands of migrants have been busting New York City from southern border states at an estimated cost of $1.5 to $2 billion to New York City taxpayers. The mayors requested federal and state aid to help deal with the crisis. A major blow to New York's governor, Kathy Hochul. It comes just 18 days after she was sworn in. On Wednesday, Hochul became the first governor in the state history to have a judicial nomination voted down by the state Senate. The Judiciary Committee rejected Hector LaSalle to lead New York's highest court. This is a very big deal, three-term Republican Governor George Pataki told The Post. He said it's a question of... Who we have running the state, the governor or radical leftists in the state legislature. Listen to what State Senator Brad Hoyleman had to say during the confirmation hearings.
2: The Conservative Party also supports radical right Supreme Court rulings against women, immigrants, workers, the environment. So I'm extremely shocked and disappointed that you would have at any point during your career thrown your lot in with them.
1: Senate Democrats say the 10 to 9 committee vote is the end of the road for LaSalle and Hochul's bid to make him the first Latino to lead New York's judiciary, setting the stage for a fight in the courts. Despite federal and local investigations and growing calls to resign, Representative George Santos has secured seats on two congressional committees and also the backing of House Republican leadership. The latest controversy swirling around Santos involves accusations that he stole money from a veteran, with disabilities, who was trying to get life-saving surgery for his dying service dog. Veteran Rich Ostov, who's homeless, said Santos helped him raise $3,000 for his dying dog. He never received the money and his dog died. Ostoff spoke to NBC News. I'm embarrassed that I, I was, that I allowed him to screw me and my dog over like this. It's embarrassing.
2: I knew there was something wrong from the get-go.
1: Santos denied the story to Semaphore. Fake Santos texted to the news outlet, no clue who this is. Santos, meanwhile, under investigation for admitted lying about his educational and work background, he's also being investigated for alleged misuse of campaign funds and under investigation in Brazil for alleged check fraud. Former President Donald Trump claimed on Wednesday that he didn't take any classified documents to Mar-a-Lago, but only retained the folders that the papers came in. He called it cool, a cool keepsake, and referred to them as ordinary and inexpensive. The 76-year-old Trump argued on his Truth social media platform that the fake news media and crooked Democrats continue to claim that he had a large number of documents at the Florida resort to lessen the severity of the revelations about sensitive documents at President Biden's Delaware home and his Penn Biden Center think tank office in Washington, D.C., Representative Jim Jordan weighed in on the Biden documents scandal on Fox.
2: There's a press report on January 9th about the uh, the Biden Center documents that they found in November. Then the White House comes out and confirms those. But they don't tell us about the ones that they found on December 18th, even though they already knew about it. Why not just be clear with the American people? I don't understand any of this. I don't understand why they were looking in the first place. Did Joe Biden suddenly remember this? I doubt it. So why did why were they looking on November 2nd? Why did they wait and tell us after the election?
1: Trump also wrote on his platform, I did nothing wrong, Joe did, proclaiming his innocence, in all caps. A major speech planned today by Russian President Vladimir Putin. He could be ready to announce another mobilization round as Russia looks to bolster its armed forces in Ukraine. Russian Foreign Affairs Minister Sergei has said that the war in Ukraine has no end in
3: sight. There must be no military infrastructure in Ukraine that poses a direct threat
1: to our country. There can be no talks with Zelensky. Houghton's speech in his hometown of St. Petersburg will commemorate the 80th anniversary of Soviet forces breaking the Nazi siege of Leningrad. All right, a big blow for the Second Amendment and gun rights activists. The U.S. Supreme Court rejected a bid by New York gun retailers. This happened Wednesday to block New York's new gun control laws. Retailers argued the laws violate their Second Amendment rights to bear arms and also hurt their livelihood. There were no noted dissents in the order or explanations from the justices for their decision. Jamal Jaffer of the National Security Institute spoke to Fox News.
2: I think the key issue here is that states have a lot of options here. Uh, they're just somewhat constrained now, given this decision. Essentially, what Justice Thomas and the Supreme Court is saying is you can't declare the entire island of Manhattan to be a special place where you can't bring a weapon.
1: New York Attorney General Letitia James praised the Supreme Court's decision Wednesday, saying that the gun safety laws help save lives and keep our state safer. New York lawmakers passed the bill after the U.S. Supreme Court struck down the state's prior concealed carry law back in June of 2022. A world leader has stepped down. It's New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern. She announced Thursday she will step aside for a new leader within weeks, saying she doesn't believe she has the energy to seek re-election in the October polls. Back in December, she was caught on a hot mic calling opposition leader David an arrogant p.
0: And so today I am announcing that I will not be seeking re-election, and that my term as Prime Minister will conclude no later than the 7th of February. This has been the most fulfilling five and a half years of my life, but has also had its challenges.
1: Her term ends February 7th. Ardern became prime minister back in 2017 at the age of 37, New Zealand's third female leader and one of the youngest leaders in the world. The U.S. government expected to hit its borrowing limit today. It puts new House Republican majority leaders in a position to put the brakes on federal spending after an explosion of new debt in the COVID era. As of this morning, I took a look. The U.S. debt clock shows America's debt at $31.3 trillion and counting. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has been saying for weeks that he'll insist on spending cuts. What I'd like
3: to do is I'd like to sit down with all the leaders, especially with the president and start having discussion. I think it's a sign of arrogance if you would say he wouldn't even discuss it. Who wants to put the nation in some type of threat at the last minute of debt ceiling? Nobody wants to do that. That's why we're asking, let's, let's change our behavior now. Let's sit down.
1: And Republicans so far appear to be unified around the idea of some level of spending cuts. Treasury Secretary Yellen has warned that a lack of an agreement could suspend government payments. We may find out today if actor Alec Baldwin will face criminal charges for an accidental shooting death on a New Mexico movie set. 77 WABC's Bob
0: Brown reports prosecutors in new mexico will announce today about 11 a.m eastern time where the charges will be filed in the accidental shooting on the movie set rust actor alec baldwin struck and killed cinematographer helena hutchins with an antique revolver during a dress rehearsal for the movie back in 2021 i'm bob brown for the 77 wabc early news
1: and the movie's director also injured in that but he survived There are new chilling details to tell you about this morning revealed after a Massachusetts man who is accused of killing his wife, 39-year-old Anna Walsh. She was reported missing back on January 4th. Now, Brian Walsh appeared in court Wednesday morning. Prosecutors revealed a series of incriminating Google searches and also the discovery of items with Anna Walsh's DNA. Listen as the charges were read aloud in court. You
2: are charged on the first day of January, 2023. With assault and to beat on a Walsh would intend to murder, not guilty, please be
1: entered. Prosecutors believe Brian Walsh dismembered his wife's body. They revealed Walsh made a series of Google searches, including how long before a body starts to smell, how to stop a body from decomposing, how to embalm a body, 10 ways to dispose of a dead body if you really need to. Walsh also Googled dismemberment. And what happens when you put a body part in ammonia? There were more Google searches for hacksaw best tools to dismember. And can you be charged with murder without a body? President Joe Biden heading to storm ravaged California today. POTA set to tour damage and be briefed on recovery efforts. Devastating storms hit California in recent weeks, killing at least 20 people and causing destruction across 41 of the state's 58 counties. Biden acknowledged the storm's damage during his visit with the Golden State Warriors.
0: And our heart is with all of the families, all the families in the communities that are hurting, and all the brave and historic and heroic first responders.
1: Biden has already approved a major disaster declaration for California, freeing up additional federal resources for recovery efforts. Hours ahead of the visit, he raised the level of federal assistance available even higher. The president accompanied by FEMA's administrator, Governor Newsom and other state and local officials will today visit storm ravaged areas. Biden will also meet with first responders. Well, Microsoft cutting some 10,000 workers, almost 5% of its global workforce as it joins other tech companies in a scaling back of their pandemic era expansions. The company said in a regulatory filing Wednesday that the layoffs were in response to a macroeconomic conditions and Changing customer priorities. One resident of Silicon Valley speaking to Fox 2 San Francisco didn't actually seem to be worried by the move from Microsoft.
3: I know a few people who have been impacted, but um,
1: I think that overall, I'm not too worried um, because tech will always be needed. And the company said it will also be making changes to its hardware portfolio and consolidating its leased office locations. 77 WABC News Time 515. And Justin Ellick has a look at sports. Well, thank you, Deb. Uh,
2: We'll start here on the hardwood with the Knicks. They welcomed in the Washington Wizards last night to the Garden. Washington star Bradley Beal made his return to the court to help the Wizards pull out the 116-105 to road win as he made his first shot on the night to give Washington a lead they would never squander. Jalen Brunson did all he could to keep the Knicks in this one as he clocked out with 32 points, but Washington never took their foot off the gas pedal and New York will try and rebound in Atlanta tomorrow night against the Hawks. Head coach Tom Thibodeau spoke following the game on his point guard in Brunson that leadership that he so well... The obvious
0: is what he's doing on the floor but the intangible the leadership to me is... Yeah, it's it's really what you're doing each and every day it's not what you're saying it's what you're doing and i think it becomes it leads to a lot of people doing the right thing the best type of leadership you could have is what a player does each and every day in all areas
2: as for the Nets, they'll make their return to the court tonight in Phoenix against the Suns. That tip-off is scheduled for 10 p.m. Eastern time. On the ice, it was the Islanders suffering a 4-1 loss at home to the Boston Bruins after grabbing a one nothing lead thanks to a late first-period goal, uh, Zach Parisi goal, I should say. The Isles fell off, allowing two goals each in the second and third. frames. lost for New York marks their sixth in seven games as they look to find some answers on the road in Buffalo tonight. That puck drop with the Sabres is set for 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. And looking ahead to the rest of your local action tonight, Boston Bruins are on the ice at the Garden against the Rangers for a 7 p.m. puck drop. And the Devils, uh, they're, they're out, they're in Seattle, out west in Seattle against the Kraken at 10
1: p.m. at 10 night. Here with the early news sports update, I'm Justin Alec on 77 WABC. Let's head over to Lou Dobbs with your financial report.
3: This is the 77 WABC Lou Dobbs financial report.
0: The January market rally coming to a grinding halt. The Dow Jones Industrials sharply lower for a second straight session. The index down more than a 1,000 points now over the past two days. Another round of poor bank earnings and more technology cuts, sending investor sentiment lower. Investors' hopeful inflation has reached its peak. December's producer price index down a half percent, more than Wall Street had expected. Stocks were briefly higher after the producer price index but suffered steep losses at the end of trading. Meanwhile, the Fed forecasts economic growth this year the most recent beige book shows the inflation outlook continuing to improve netflix earnings today investors looking for strong subscriber growth netflix stock is up 10 percent so far this year please join me several times each weekday right here on 77 wabc this is the lou dobbs financial report
3: keep listening for more to 77 wabc for the lou dobbs
0: financial report
1: Looking at futures, the Dow down 144 points, 0.43% at 33,243. S&P down 17 points. NASDAQs drop 55. Gold up $4.30 an ounce. As for crude oil at $78.52 a barrel this morning, that's down 96 cents.
0: It's the WABC Early News.
1: Deborah Valentine with your 77 WABC early news this Thursday morning, January 19th. A huge indictment announced out of Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg's office. Two dozen individuals here, 28 companies indicted in this $5 million alleged construction industry kickback scheme. According to Bragg, this long-term investigation was done by the NYPD and the city's Department of Investigation took place throughout the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, it accuses these defendants of operating a corrupt bidding process of contracts over more than an eight-year period. Prosecutors allege that 51-year-old Robert Baslice allegedly ran the kickback scheme. This rang alongside alleged associates, 58-year-old Luis Estudo, 43-year-old Paul Noto, and 59-year-old Frank Camuso.
3: Through this corrupted business pro- bidding process, the defendants stole from the developers by purposely inflating subcontracts and knowingly charging higher prices.
1: Mike Fatter of the local 79 Construction and General Building laborers has said that the companies involved in the indictment are currently working on the NYPD auto impound lot over in Brooklyn. That went up in flames late last year. However, Bragg said he was not prepared to comment on the matter. They were all part of the slew of suspects who walked into New York County Criminal Courthouse January 18th, single file and chains, attempting to hide their faces as those individuals we mentioned a few moments ago were marched into a 100 Center Street courtroom yesterday to be charged. Well, a 12-year-old boy in custody this morning after two teenagers were shot outside of a New York school. 77 WABC's Alex Barnard reports. Officials say a fight broke out in front of a high school on Wednesday afternoon
3: just before 5 p.m. A 16-year-old girl was shot in the ankle while a 14-year-old boy was struck in the leg. Police saw the 12-year-old drop the gun as he tried to flee the scene, but the weapon was recovered and the boy was taken in for questioning. The two victims are being treated at nearby hospitals. For 77 WABC Early News, I'm Alex Barnard.
1: Horrific crash, deadly up in Harrison yesterday up in Westchester County. The driver of a tractor trailer killed yesterday when their big rig tumbled off of an overpass and fell onto traffic below. The truck driver was navigating a curved overpass that connects I-287 to I-684 in Harrison about 10:30 a.m. when. He apparently lost control. The truck ended up flipping over the guardrail and fell under the cross Westchester Expressway below. The tractor trailer crushed the front end of a van. Joel Rudakoff, a White Plains resident, spoke to ABC7.
0: Going up to 684, I don't think there's
2: any big deal. I often wonder whether the traffic that's coming down from 287 doesn't have this sort of thing more often because 287, you're going
1: pretty fast and the turn is fairly steep. The truck driver was pronounced dead at the scene, but the driver of the van survived and was taken to Westchester Medical Center for treatment. Officials say they believe that there is absolutely no threat to the public. However, an active investigation is underway in New Jersey after a public school bus was stolen in Livingston, New Jersey, Tuesday. Now, the FBI Federal Bureau of Investigation is involved in this Officials have not released many details, though. Livingston, New Jersey, police did tell the school district and the local community there was no reason for alarm. The investigation ongoing as of this morning. Less than a week after nurses ended strikes at two privately owned hospitals right here in New York City, nurses now at the city's 11 public hospitals are rallying in an effort to jumpstart their own contract talks. The demonstration in March took place at New York City Health and Hospital's corporate headquarters in Lower Manhattan. The New York State Nurses Association represents some 9,000 health and hospitals and mayoral nurses all across the city. The union's current contract expires March 2nd. Several nurses spoke to ABC 7. It's like 14 patients to one nurse, and we cannot we cannot provide the patients with the ultimate care that they deserve. You can't sit down for a minute. You have to take care of the patients. So we all burn down. Public sector nurses are not legally allowed to strike, so they staged Wednesday's rally to urge the city to come to the bargaining table. The union says the talks should have started weeks ago, but haven't. Among these nurses' top concerns is equal pay compared to private sector nurses. With the new contracts negotiated with private sector hospitals guaranteeing an approximately 19% wage increase over the next three years, public sector nurses want to make sure they see a similar pay hike. Robberies are on the rise at New York City smoke shops. Here's 77 WABC's
0: Bob Brown. The NYPD says smoke shop robberies are spiking across the city. Nearly 600 smoke shop robberies carried out last year. That's up from 250 in
3: 2021. That's a 137% increase, a raw number of 343.
0: More than a quarter of those arrested for smoke shop robberies are teens or 19 or younger. The NYPD conducting more than 8,000 patrols outside smoke shops, adding its educating businesses about protecting themselves. I'm Bob Brown for the 77 WABC Early News.
1: FDNY firefighter Billy Moon was fatally injured before a training exercise back in December of 2022. And now his wife is keeping his legacy alive through donor donations.
3: Christine Moon says her husband, Billy, was kept on a ventilator after his tragic accident so that his organs could be donated.
1: Being in the hospital when you know everything was not going the way we hoped it would go, I at least knew that he would carry on something and that it was something he really believed in.
3: Now Moon says she speaks out, telling New Yorkers to sign up and donate their organs too.
1: It's an infinite life that he can donate to somebody else. And the fact that there are people who are local and two of them are New York City firemen.
3: Yeah, Billy's heart, lungs, liver and kidney went to five people. For Early News, I'm Noam Layden.
1: A British actor Julian Sands is being identified as one of the two missing hikers in the San Gabriel Mountains 77 WABC's Alex Barnard
3: has the story. Search and rescue teams have been looking for the 65-year-old since he was reported missing Friday while hiking, according to the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department. Ground crews were pulled off the mountains on Saturday evening due to avalanche risks and dangerous trail conditions. The air search has continued, however, using helicopters and drones. Authorities are also searching desperately for Hawthorne resident Bob Gregory, another hiker who was reported missing by family on Monday afternoon sands is best known for his work in films such as the killing fields and leaving las vegas and tv shows like smallville for 77
1: wabc early news i'm alex barnard 77 wabc news time 529 if you miss the top five of five in other news be sure to check it out on our website wabcradio.com.
0: it's the wabc early news on 77 wabc